What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up, what's up, what's up? This right here is episode 192 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, eight episodes away from 200. Thank you all for your support. As I always say, keep it going, keep it flowing. Uh, This episode here is going to be uh, a a mixture of things. I'm going to do the All-Star recap. As far as, you know, who made the team, some of the snubs, because obviously if you've, if you heard the previous episode and you heard my, if you, and you heard my reserves, obviously some of my reserves made it and some of them didn't make it. I'm going to speak on the ones who I felt, you know, should have made it or whatnot. Um, but first I want to start this episode off by saying get well tiger woods um today is thursday and uh i believe it was tuesday he was in a a near life threatening car accident it's being reported now that you know the injuries he sustained wasn't life threatening but from what was being reported on Tuesday, it wasn't looking too good. You know, they were saying how he had to, you know, you know, the firefighters had to use the jaws of life, you know, to get him out of the vehicle. So jaws for life, you know, that kind of sounds a little crazy, but it's a good thing that it's good reports coming out um, that, you know, He's doing well. He's recuperating after all these surgeries, but it's going to be a long road ahead. Um, you know, the accident had occurred, you know, in Hartthorne Boulevard and, the you know, the roads, you know, they moved downhill quickly. And from what I saw and from what was reported, they were saying that a lot of accidents freq- frequently happened, you know, and that, you know, frequently happened in that area. So, you know, you know, it's 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 a good thing that Tiger it's a good thing that Tiger Woods is doing it's a good thing that he is doing fine. Now, you know, of course, you know, the world of sports, not just the tennis world, the world of sports, you know, is sending their heartfelt messages to Tiger Woods. And, you know, I'm not gonna get on here and talk about you know, you know, Tiger Woods, the golfer. That's pretty much X'd in stone already. Um, even though we do know it's going to be a long road for him to come back. And that should be the last thing on people's mind. You know, don't worry about will he be back for the Masters? Because obviously that will not be the case. Um, they were saying that how I, I, I remember I was watching Get Up yesterday morning. And Mike Greenberg was saying how, you know, it was two doctors that he had spoke to. And they kind of compared 
Tiger Woods' injuries to Alex Smith's injuries. Alex Smith that plays for the Washington football team. If you remember, he almost lost his life because of those injuries. Now, you think leg injuries, how could you lose your life or be on the verge of losing your life with leg injuries? The infections. And that's the part that they're concerned with with Tiger Woods. They're concerned with the if they're concerned with the infections, you know. You know, again, he had to do surgery. Um they had to put rods in his in his tibia. Like they had to do a lot of they had to do a lot of things with 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 Tiger Woods. And then you gotta factor in that's just his legs. We forget that he just had back surgery not too long ago. They didn't even get to that part yet. And you best believe, you know, as the days go on, they're going to have to test that because he just had surgery on his back. He was just in a car accident. You can't tell me that only, only his legs was injured in that car crash. So... You know it's gonna you you know it's gonna it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long road ahead, and we you know we could just hope and pray as fans of his that all goes well for him, that he can that he continues this, um he continues to get well for his family, and you know later on down the line, God willing, he can get back you know on the golf course because right now that's the last thing you know that that that, that should be that that should be the last thing on everybody's mind like that should be the last thing that should be on people's mind and that's him getting back on the golf course that should be the last thing on everybody's mind so you know hopefully you know he's healed up well he's not healed up yet but he'll get healed up soon it's a long road you know because Again, sustaining those type of injuries, especially to your legs or knees, is going to take some time. So, again, get well soon, Tiger. Uh, and that's basically how I can just assess that. You know, you know, you know, we we had a bad we had a bad 2020. OK, um, obviously, with COVID-19. As far as our iconic figures in in this world, and when I say our iconic figures, see, I'm black, I'm African American, so I can I can only speak on my icons. We've lost a couple of them already. If you go back to last year, you know, we lost Kobe, obviously. We lost Chadwick Bosman. Uh, we lost. Um, I mean, Nip was twenty nineteen, so you can add you can you can add him to that. Um, we lost um, John Thompson. We just lost John Cheney. Um, Cicely Tyson. We just lost. Um, you know, I, I listen, listen, listen. This is an improv episode, so. I'm probably going to miss somebody. Please don't, you know, please don't, you know, hate me for it. Um, I'm trying to think. Who else did we lose? Uh, John Chaney. 
We almost lost. We almost lost Dr. Dre at the early er, earlier this year. We almost lost Tiger Woods on Tuesday. So, you know, so far these last two years, as it pertains to our icons and legends, it hasn't been good for us. It has not been. You know, it it it, it has not been good for us. So, you know, again, get well. You know, get well soon, Tiger. Um. The good thing is no charges will be, you know, brought up on Tiger, which I would find crazy because, again, there's no reports of him being intoxicated. You know, there's no reports of him being, you know, under under the influence or anything like that. They're calling it a freak accident. So it's a good thing. No charges are being brought up. Um, but again, they say he sustained the injury to his talus bone, which connects to the bottom of the lower leg to the top of the foot. Mm, damn. Mm, 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 mm. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I mean, again, just all, you know, all, all I can say is it's a good thing that he's alive, you know, because obviously, you know, you have all these celebs come out and they talk about their stories with Tiger Woods. We remember just recently, you know, he had the golf moment with his son where they kind of dressed alike. And he basically, he had the same mannerisms as his father, you know, as far as how he prepares for a shot, how he stands waiting to go. You know, we don't want that to end. You know, you know, you know, we, you know, we don't want that to end. We cannot afford to lose another one of our icons. So it's a good thing, you know, he survived this accident. Uh, get well soon, Tiger. And listen, we'll catch you on the golf course later, later, later on down the line. We're not even worried about that right now. All that matters is that you're fine. Well, obviously that obviously that you're alive, and you know you're still here. You know, you, you know, you're just still here for your young kids, and that's all that matters. So, again, Tiger, this is your man Dre Day from Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, and I just want to say, get well soon, and we'll catch you on the flip side on the golf course. Don't even worry about that. Don't even worry about that. Even though they are gonna take a hit with you not being there, but I digress. Um, this 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 thing right here, I really want to speak about. And a lot of people was like, yo, Dre, when you going to do it? When you going to do it? I got to speak about the Cam Newton situation. Um, I have to speak about the situation that happened at his uh, camp. I believe it was in North Carolina or wherever the camp was at. You know, it's highly publicized. The incident that happened with the young 15-year-old. Um, I like to say Thundercats. Is what like, 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 the, like these young kids these days, I call them Thundercats. Um, where he had, well, I'm not going to say he had the exchange because he didn't really go off the way he could have. And I'll say Cam handled it the best way he could. He ha he handled the situation the best way he could. He did feed into it a little bit when the young boy was saying that how, you know, you're about to be poor. And then Cam was like, you know, I'm rich. That's probably the only thing he actually countered him with. But this young pup, who his name, who his his name's out there now, so this is going this is going to walk this this is going to be with him forever now. Joseph Owens, I believe his name is. 
His name is out there now. ESPN put it out there. So he got his little 15 minutes of fame, but it's a negative 15 minutes of fame. First of all, you came to Cam Newton's camp because you want to eventually be at the level that Cam Newton is at. Okay. For you to be disrespectful to this man, and I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from his accomplishments. I'm gonna step away from what he's accomplished, whether it was in high school, whether it was in college, or whether it was in the pros. I'm gonna step away from that right now. You come to this man's training camp, a grown man for that matter. You show up to this man's training camp. You're obviously there because, again, like I said, you're trying to get to where he's at. You're trying to get to the NFL. That's where every kid's dream that's in sports, that plays football, their ultimate goal is to make the NFL. That's just like any kid in basketball. If you go to AAU, your ultimate goal is to make it to the NBA. So if you go to a football camp, especially ran by an NFL player, your dreams and aspirations is to potentially make the NFL. So for you to go there and be disrespectful to this man and yell out, oh, you're a free agent, you're about to be poor, you're trash, straight disrespect. But see, my issue is this. My problem with the my my my, my problem my, my problem with that was this. It's not that his buddies didn't stop him because obviously they're not gonna stop him. They think that shit is cute too. Them young Thundercats because if I was doing this at about fifteen, and I would have did some shit like that. Oh, one of my boys would have been on some, yo, D, you bugging. Yo, D, you bugging. But in this day and age with these young Thundercats, because that's what I'm going to call them. In fact, when I put this episode together, I'm going to name this segment Cam vs. Thundercat. That's what I'm going to name it. These young kids these days, they seek validation and they want to do it. on. They seek validation from social media. You know, you got all these apps now. You got, you still got Snapchat. You Obviously, you got Instagram. But now you got TikTok. So now you got three apps that you can make a fool of yourself and post a video and get all these likes and get all these comments. And that's what that young man did when he got into this situation with Cam. Because now your 15 minutes of fame is now for the world to see. But like I said, it's for the negative. Now, Cam kept shouting to the kid, where's your dad? Where's your dad? If you ask me, he probably don't have one. You want to know why? Because the young boy never answered the question. He never answered the question. Now, Cam was with the whole, you know, I'm rich. That was his only clap back at him. When Cam tried to ask him, what did you do in the game? He couldn't even answer that question. So now I'm saying to myself, does the kid even play? Because his friends was like, oh, he got speed. Okay, he got speed, but Cam is asking him, 
What did he do in the game? Like, Cam is trying to defuse. Like, he's trying to get away from the situation now. He's trying to help the young man. He's trying to have a conversation with him. And you couldn't even answer the question. Like, you had your 15 minutes of fame. Cam dished, Cam took it. Now he's trying to have a heart-to-heart conversation with you, and you couldn't even answer it. But then again, like I said, here's my issue. And again, it ain't about his friends. Because again, they're going to sit there, and they're going to watch... They're going to observe. They're going to crack jokes. They're going to laugh. They're a part of that shit. And I'm quite sure a bunch of them was recording it at the time. Where were the coaches? Now, the coach showed up at the last minute, but at the last minute, it was already done. Cam was just having a heart-to-heart conversation with him now. But where was you at when he was going back and forth with Cam? Where was you at then? Now, again, where's your dad? The boy never answered that. Maybe he doesn't have a father. Maybe he doesn't. But again, for you to show up to this man's camp and be that disrespectful, you might have ruined any type of chance you had of possibly getting to that level. Because now that your name is out there, now that your name is out there, This video is now out there. It's on YouTube. It will forever be on YouTube. When he goes, I believe he's what, 15 years old? So he's in high school. When he does decide to go to a college, trust me, whichever university that is, they will have that video in the stash ready to show to him. Trust and believe. Now, he was saying he repped that 215. Now, I'm very good with area codes. To me, that's that sounds like the Philly area code. So if, if he from Philly, Philly, y'all got to answer for that because this young man was being disrespectful to someone who was trying to extend a helping hand to him. First of all, Cam didn't need to be there. He didn't need to be there. Because, listen, you got, you got a lot of these athletes who have these camps that don't show face. You know, they got a bunch of other people there. The camp may be in their name. It'd be such and such foundation. They don't show face. Cam took time out of his day to be there for that. He took time out of his day to try to be there for you, and you want to go there and be disrespectful. But again, like I said, it's, it's, it's something in the water with these young pups. Like, it's something in the water. Because I had a similar situation like this years ago. Years ago. I used to coach at a basketball tournament called Camp Friendship. The tournament was ran by my uncle. And I remember a young kid being disrespectful towards me. He wasn't saying anything to me, you know, about me being, you know, about me being a free agent or about to be poor or nothing like that. But he was getting too loose with his mouth. Now, mind you, me being there, I used to coach. Of course, my job there is to help the young boys and girls who played there for them to be to get better at basketball. This young pup took Maz into his own hands Got mad when I coached him. Oh, you're a nobody. You can't tell me what to do. 
you you're a bum, you don't you can't play, yada yada yada. Okay, cool. Not once did I ever clap back. But see, the beauty part of that situation was his mother was on the other side. And his mother was watching every single thing he was doing. She watched every single thing he said. And when practice was over, she comes to me and she says, Sir, I was watching what my son was saying to you. She's like, I appreciate you. I appreciate how you handled that. You didn't count, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't curse at him. You didn't do nothing. You just took it and you ran. She said, but see, now I'm going to solve the problem for you. She said, practice is over. Now I'm going to let you get him. I said, excuse me? She said that he said, remember he said that he, that he could beat you, that yada, yada, yada? I said, yeah. She said, well, now we're going to give him an opportunity to prove it. Now she's saying this in front of his son, in front of her son. And now his face is all fizzled up. So... His mother orchestrated me having a shoot-off with her son, one-on-one. -on -one. The first person to get 10 baskets win. Let's just say homeboy, young, young pup wasn't too happy with himself. He wasn't too happy with himself after the fact because he got embarrassed. I made him look bad. Now, again, this wasn't me. His mother was watching. His mother came up with that stipulation. Hell, I could have bagged his mom's off of that, but that's neither here nor there. But the point is this. These young pups these days are getting too carried away with themselves. This generation of young kids is going downhill because everything is social media. Mm -hmm. That social media... It's, it's a gift and a curse. It's a gift and a curse. It's a gift because you can somehow reconnect with people that you grew up with. Because that's, that, listen, that's basically what I used it for. I remember when I first started using social media, whether it was MySpace or Facebook, it was to reconnect with people that I didn't see for years. Or maybe it was for me to connect with people around my area that I didn't really see as much. All right, cool, we can connect on here. But the way it is now with these young pups, it's a different element now. Everything is for clout chasing now. That's what these young kids use social media for. You may have some that use it for the positive aspects. You know, posting little videos from games that they were in. But for the most part, it's these young Thundercats that want to use it for clout chasing. And that's what this young man used it for, for clout chasing. And again, you rest, you best believe when he gets those recruitments from schools. Because I did see some stuff, I, you know, I did see some highlights from him. He's got a nice future. He has a nice, he, 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 he's got some game. But the problem with that is that video will surface. Again, I guarantee you, whichever school he applies for, whether it's a D1 school, D2, 3, junior college, it don't matter. That video will surface. When he's sitting down, having a conversation, everything is going to be nice and peachy. Oh, before you go, I want to play something for you. And they're going to play that video for him. They may not even be interested in you because of that. So...
hopefully this was a humbling experience for him because he did he did apologize. I'll give him that. He did he he did apologize. So I will give I I, I will give him that. He did apologize. But in my opinion, that's more of a reason on why you need to respect your elders. That's more of a reason on why you need to respect them because reading your apology, you need to work on your grammar. So that's more so that's more of a reason on why you should have been more respectful to Cam Newton. Because again, Cam is there to help you. He's there to help you. He's trying to he 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 wants to get you to the level that he's at. You know, I'm gonna read what the young man said. First and foremost, first and foremost, spelt that wrong, but I'm not gonna chastise him. I want to express my deepest apologies to Cam Newton, my entire organization, and my coaches for my actions at the seven verse seven tournament this past weekend. I did not intend for it to get as far as it did. Should have never started, but that's neither here nor there. First, I would like to start off by saying my parents never taught me to people disrespectful. I'm, I'm assuming he's saying taught me to talk to people disrespectfully. As a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me, and it was a huge miscommunication it was in the midst of the moment and i realize now how a lot of how a lot of you took it as disrespect i never meant to humiliate and let anyone down i am very dis i am very appreciative for seven verse seven to even allow me to be a part of the community and allowing me to be a part of the team i am currently on i realize this can dictate my future as a young man having very big dreams and goals, but I will not allow this to stop me from getting where I need to be. So again, I apologize and I hope I can be forgiven. Young man, you are forgiven. You are forgiven. And it is going to be a life lesson. You best believe it's going to be a life lesson. But he said, as a football player, he let his competitive side get the best of him. When was it competitive? You wasn't on the field making a tackle and somebody says something to you and then you started and then you started jarring back. You're just on the sidelines, just talking smack to Cam. So where's the competitiveness in that? I like I I I I didn't really see no competitive side in that aspect. But he definitely humiliated himself. Definitely. He is forgiven. He, he's, he, he's definitely forgiven. But like I said, this video that's on YouTube is going to go along with this young man f f on, until he tries to reach the destination that he's trying to reach. And the ultimate goal is to make the NFL. When he gets to college, that will come up. If God forbid he makes the pros, you don't think a team is going to have that ready for him? Now, you're talking disrespectful to Cam. You might need his help later on down the line. Did you think about that? See, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, like there, 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 there's certain, 
it, it's certain situations where you can't be trying to clout chase because that's what this was about. He wanted to get his 15 minutes of fame. And now your 15 minutes of fame might have just messed up your chances. But then again, he is a kid. He is a kid. We got like, we, we to keep that in motion here. He's a kid. So he will get a pass eventually. He will be forgiven. I forgive him. You know, I'm not going to be on here and be on some, oh, he doesn't deserve a second chance type shit. Nah, we're not doing that over here. Because I understand he's a kid. Nobody is perfect. You know, kids are going to make mistakes. But you have to learn from them. You have to learn from them. And you listen, you better believe he going to learn from this experience. You best believe he going to learn from this. So, Cam, salute to you. You handled it the right way. You know, I mean, yeah, you said you rich, but you didn't really go off on him the way you could have. You're a better man than me. I tell you that much. You're a better man than me. Um, but the whole, oh, you're a free agent. You're about to be poor. Okay, yeah, he's a free agent. Okay. The man still got millions. Who's to say he ain't going to get any more? So for you saying he's poor, that's far from the truth. The man's made hundreds of millions of dollars in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So he's far from poor. Trash, he's not trash. Okay, he had a bad year, but he ain't trash. Come on now. But again, salute to you, Cam. You know, you handled the situation the best possible way you can. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about respect your elders. Respect your elders, especially when they're there trying to be there for you. Because, again, Cam didn't have to be there. You know, he could have had his lieutenants. He could have had his, 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 his guys orchestrate the whole thing. And he don't even have to show face for the 7 verse 7 tournament. But for his love of the sport and his love for the community, he felt the need to show face and try to, you know, and steal some game, you can say, to these young kids. And look what happens. One kid out of the whole bunch wants to be disrespectful. But again, I'm quite sure that young man done learned his lesson. I'm sure he done learned his lesson. J. Seth Owens is his name. His name is out there now. The video is out there now. So hopefully later on down the line, you know, hopefully this doesn't, Follow him to his ultimate destination, but you best believe when it comes time for college, oh, these, oh, oh, that video will be waiting for him because these universities will bring it up. You best believe that. And hopefully it doesn't render him long down the line. Remember, you are a young black man. You are a young black man, J. Seth Owens, so you need to keep that in mind. But... Hopefully you learned your lesson from this young pup. You know, hopefully you learned your lesson from this. Let's see what happens. But again, salute to you, Cam, for handling it the best way that you can. Salute, salute, salute. Because at the end of the day, not only are you just a football player, you're a human being. You're a man, a grown-ass man. You are a father. All you want is to be respected. So aside from your accolades on the football field, you just want to be respected, period. And you handle that the best way you can. Salute to you for that, Cam. Salute to you for that. Um, 
It's a good thing you didn't dress the way you dressed at football games because young boy would have really went off on you. But that's neither here nor there. Salute to you can for handling it the best way you can. Uh, what else I want to speak about? Oh, the All-Star. Now, like I said, my previous episode, you know, my 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 my, pre my previous episode, you know, I did my Dre Days reserve picks because I wanted to beat them to the punch. You could say, I, I you know I, you know I, you know I wanted to beat them to the punch with their selections, and I got a couple of them right, and I got a couple of them wrong. Okay, now. For the Eastern Conference. <sighs> My man Ice Trey did not make the All-Star game. That sucks. My man Ice Trey did not make the All-Star game. My issue with this is this. The All-Star game is in Atlanta, right? So usually, wherever the All-Star game is at, if you have somebody on that team that's actually producing, what you want to do is give that team the opportunity to have somebody represent them. So why is Trey not there? Come on now. Come on now. Now, my thing is this. It was a couple of snubs for that matter. Listen, you can make a case that Sabonis got snubbed. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just speaking on the Eastern Conference. But see, for me, with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I mean, you can't go wrong with both of them. You can't go you can't go wrong with both of them. But see for me with Boston have and I said this in the last episode with the season that Boston is having it's a disappointment right now. It's it, it's it's a disappointment right now for the Boston Celtics. And again, I'm going to say it again. If the playoffs started today, the Boston Celtics will be involved in a play-in. When this season first started, nobody was talking about them being in the play-in. People had them in the top five, top four in the East. And for them to be in, in the, the ninth seed right now, they got, a t they got the same record as the Knicks. Me, in my honest opinion, I'm not rewarding two players on that team for making the All-Star team. You could have threw Sabonis in there. You could have threw Ice Trey in there. So in my honest opinion, listen, I think Ice Trey got snubbed. He got snubbed because with his numbers this season, with his numbers, 27 and 9, and he plays in the city where the All-Star game is at, he should have been in this game. I'm not saying for him to be a starter, but he should have been involved in this game. He should have. You know what I'm saying? He should have. He should have been involved in this game. 
for that reason that I just said. He has better numbers. He has better numbers than Tatum. He has better numbers than Jalen Brown. And on top of that, it's an Atlanta. Now, I'm saying you could have gave the spot to one of them, but not both of them. And that's what I did in my episode. I only gave it to one of them. With y'all, with, with y'all record, I'm not rewarding y'all with two All-Stars. No, you only get one. And the one I gave it to was the one that led them in two categories, which is points and assists. Well, and steals. Because Jason Tatum is leading in that as well. So for me, the biggest snub from the Eastern Conference would be Ice Tray. Ice Tray. Now he's gonna go off now. <laughs> like he like like he like like he like he like he's gonna go off like crazy now. Because of this snub. A lot like a, 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 a lot of players do that. Like when they get snubbed for all-star games, whether it's starting or coming off the bench, that next game that they play, they go off. Ice Trey gonna be that next one. Rest for sure. Believe that, okay? Now, for the West, the biggest snub was Devin Booker. Chris Paul got his spot. And a lot of people were not too thrilled that Devin Booker got snubbed. LeBron was LeBron was upset. Now, I'm not saying that he was upset that his good old friend Chris Paul made the All-Star team. Because I think he's Chris Paul's son's godfather, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm quite sure he wasn't mad with Chris Paul. I think he was just mad at the fact that Devin Booker didn't make it. Because the thing is, what has been his Achilles heel? All-Star games. They said for him to make it, he just got to win. He's winning now. And he doesn't get rewarded the All-Star game? Y'all wanted him to start winning. He starts winning. And then now what? He doesn't make the All-Star team. Which is crazy. Now, to play devil's advocate. Because... I thought about it myself when when I saw when I saw the list of the players, I saw like I I, I sat back and said to myself like, "Whoa, wait, Booker didn't make it? Yo, what's going on here?" Then I saw the rest of the names that made the. Then I saw the rest of the names that made the team. It's like, okay, now I see. Now I see, because. If you look at it from if you look at it from the perspective of you can only take one of them. If you can only take one of the reserves from Phoenix, which one would you take? Then I understand. Because you got Paul George, who I think is an all-star. Rudy Gobert, who's an all-star, even though LeBron bodied him last night, but that's neither here nor there. Dame is obviously an all-star. I said I, I said it before. I said he should be starting. Donovan Mitchell, he's an all-star. Zion is an all-star. So the only issue here is 
Chris Paul. Not even. Anthony Davis. See, my issue is this. You know Anthony Davis is hurt. Why would you even select him anyway? Like, you know he's hurt. It's already been reported that he will miss four weeks, which means he won't even be a part of the All-Star game. So why would you even vote him in? Now, yes, Devin Booker has replaced him, but see, it's like he didn't deserve the All-Star game. He only got it because somebody is hurt, and that shouldn't be the case. Devin Booker should have been one of these original reserves. It shouldn't have been, oh, somebody got hurt, now he's in the All-Star game. Don't give me that shit. Sorry to be so blunt with it, but the, the facts is the facts. Devin Booker should have been an original All-Star. He shouldn't have had to wait for AD to get hurt, which AD has been hurt for a while now. They already said they was going to rest him to after the All-Star break. So if they're telling you that he's going to be resting to after the All-Star break, that right there should tell you don't put him in the All-Star voting. Don't select him because he won't be playing. See, it would be different if AD was a starter, but he's not a starter. It's LeBron, Luka, Steph, Kawhi, and... Uh, Who's the other? Who, who, who's the other? Jokic. Those are the starters for the West. It'd have been different if AD was a starter. Then you got a dilemma on your hands. But being that he was a reserve, they shouldn't even selected him. It should have just went straight to Devin Booker, because again, I didn't have Chris Paul on my list for on, on my list of All Stars. But when I sat back and I thought about it, I said, nah, he kind of is. Like, after I did that episode, I said to myself, damn, Chris Paul, I could have made Chris Paul be on my list. Because look what he did with the Thunder last year. A team, a bunch of young pups. And he got them to the playoffs. A fifth seed, for that matter. He made that happen. And he was putting up numbers. So what happens? He gets rewarded in all-star appearance. Rightfully so. You take Phoenix, who's been the laughing stock of the NBA for quite some time. They have improved somewhat. Just go back to last year in the bubble, for that matter. What Devin Booker was doing with them last year in the bubble, we was like, oh, shit, damn, we can't wait to see what happens with Phoenix this upcoming year. What happens? Chris Paul goes there. So now it's like, oh, shit, we really can't wait now because... That was pretty much the issue with Phoenix. They needed somebody to help Devin Booker. You bring in Chris Paul. And with his floor leadership, because Chris Paul still gets busy. He, he, don't, he don't just facilitate. He score when it's necessary. And they're impactful shots as well. So off that, and they're winning, yeah, you got to throw Chris Paul in the All-Star game. So my issue is Booker should have been an, he should have been an all-star, period. So they dropped the ball with this. Once they said AD was going to be out to after the all-star break, you shouldn't have even put him in the all-star game. You shouldn't even even had him on the ballot. They should have already went straight to Devin Booker. Straight to him. So that's really my only hiccup. That's really my only hiccup. Now, let's get to the East. 
Again, my only issue for the East is Ice Tray. That's my only issue. I think Ice Tray should have made it, and I think two of the players from Boston shouldn't have made it because of the season that they're having. You can't reward them for that. Ben Simmons made it. I felt Bam should have made it. I think another big man should have been there. But then again, hey, him and Ben Simmons is pretty much damn near almost the same height. And then Ben Simmons can do, can kind of do more. Aside score. He can rebound. He can assist. He can play defense, which he's probably the front runner for defensive player of the year. So I ain't even going to lie. Ben Simmons wasn't even on my radar. He wasn't. I'm not even going to hold y'all. He wasn't even on my radar. So... Again, the East, they got it right. I'm glad Levine made it, for sure. Again, I think James Harden should be starting. Listen, look at me being so nice to James Harden. My God, what happened to me? Nicola from Orlando, he made it. He was on my original list. Jason Tatum, he made it. He was on my original list. Again, so my only issue with the All-Star voting was, I think, Devin Booker should have been an original choice. He should have got voted over AD because AD is hurt. And my issue for the East is that I think Trey Young should have made it. Because he has better numbers than both Tatum and Brown and it's in Atlanta, which he plays for. So those are my only issues. Those are my only issues. So again, the All-Star game, it goes down March 7th. It's going down in Atlanta. At the State Farm Arena, they're going to have the festivities, but it's all going to be done on that Sunday. So you can't really even say All-Star Weekend. The dunk contest is going to be at halftime. The skills challenge and three-point shootout will be before the game. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be interesting. I can't, you know, I can't wait to see how this plays out. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, before we go, you know, I definitely, you know, want to give a shout out to Coach Prime. Want to give a shout out to Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, because uh, his team, Jackson State, they won their first game in a blowout for that matter. But unfortunately, after the game, some of his personal things were taken so he didn't have a too good press conference. But his personal belongings was retrieved. So that's a good thing. But again, congrats to Coach Prime for his first game as a head coach for Jackson State University. For them to have for them to have put on a spanking that they did. So Coach Prime, congrats to that. Congrats to that. And uh again, before we go, again, get well soon, Tiger Woods. Uh, and again, before we go, again, I instituted this new segment where I do a top five Q&A. So, my top five Q&A for the day, for today, for this episode, would be, this question I actually asked on my Facebook page yesterday. Dre Day, look me up if you want to see stuff on my page. 
Because most of the stuff I post is sports related. I don't really put my personal life out there. So the main thing I post is sports. And the question that I asked was, who is the GOAT when it comes to women's basketball? Okay? Now, obviously, it wasn't a top five format. You can only pick one. Now, a lot of people said Cheryl Miller, which rightfully so. But let me give you out the five names. Cheryl Miller was one of them. Lisa Leslie. Cynthia Cooper. Diana Taurasi. Cheryl Swoops. But being that this is top five, I'm going to throw my little... I'm going to throw my little spice into it. I'm going to add my flavor to it. And we're going to do this in the top five format and then we out of here. Who is the GOAT when it comes to women's basketball? I'm going to put it in order. <laughs> I'm going to put it in order. Number one. It's, listen, as much as people... Listen, I love Cheryl Miller. I didn't watch her play live, so I can only go off of the girls that I watched live, okay? Sharon Miller was way ahead of my time, way ahead of my time, and she didn't get the opportunity to play in the WNBA. Now, she might be the GOAT of women basketball. She just might be, but again, I didn't watch her. So, for that, Sharon Miller, I love you. I know you, you're a part of the Miller family with your little brother, Reggie. I know you scored 100 points in the game. I get all of that. But I did not watch you play live. So I cannot put you number one. But I will put you at number five. There we have it. Number four. I am going to go. Whoo. This is where shit get dicey. This is where shit get dicey. Number four. I am going to go with Cheryl Swoops. Four-time champ. I get it. That Houston Comets team back in the day was nothing to fuck with. Okay? I get it. You know what? I'm going to change it. And y'all going to dog me for this. I know y'all going to dog me for it. I know y'all are. I know she got four championships. I know she got, I believe, four WNBA Finals MVPs. She was the female Jordan of the WNBA at that time. And she was in her 30s already. So, just imagine what would have happened if she was in her 20s. Long story short, Cynthia Cooper is number four. I know I'm going to get dragged for this, but it is what it is. I know I'm going to get dragged. I know I am. So number five, Cheryl Miller. Number four, Cheryl Swoop. I mean, Cynthia Cooper. Number three, I'm going to go Cheryl Swoops. I love me some Cheryl Swoops. I, I love me some Cheryl Swoops. If I was to put... A all-star, if I was to put together a fantasy draft and select players, she would definitely be on my radar. Now, would I be able to get her? 
I don't know. But she would be on my draft board. I'm going with Cynthia Cooper. I'm going with Cheryl Swoops at three. Number two. This is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. I'm not even going to hold you. This, this, this one's going to be hard. This one's going to be hard. I am going to go with Diana Taurasi. Diana Taurasi is number two. I get it. The White Mamba. Three-time champ. Get it. I get it. Number one, I am going with Lisa Leslie. So for me, Lisa Leslie is the GOAT of the w of women's basketball. She's the GOAT. Number one, Lisa Leslie. Number two, Diana Taurasi. Number three, Cheryl Swoops. Number four, Cynthia Cooper. And number five, by default, because I didn't watch her play growing up. I got to go with Cheryl Swoops. So that's my top five. Yep, I was in the hot seat, but now my ass about to cool off because it's a wrap for this episode. Thank y'all all for y'all support. Like I always say, keep it going, keep it flowing. Uh, y'all can check the podcast out on all streaming platforms, all podcast streaming platforms except Tidal. Um, y'all can also look me up on social media, on Instagram, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Uh, my personal page, Dre Day 1985, on Twitter, Dre Day 1985. Uh, you can like my Facebook page, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, or you can just hit me up on my Facebook page, Dre Day, my personal page, and some content is there as well. And uh, again, thank y'all for y'all support. Keep it going, keep it flowing. And uh, again, get well soon, Tiger Woods. Don't worry about the golf course. We'll catch you on the flip side. We'll be here waiting for you. In closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. To everyone out there, stay safe. Be safe. The numbers are going down, they say, which is a good thing. But still wear your mask. Still wash your hands. Stick to the script. God bless. Peace and love. Episode 192 is over. Catch you on the flip side. Peace.